Good evening, everybody, and welcome to show number 112 of the Jimmy Palumbo Show. That's right. Jimmy Palumbo here, show number 112, coming to you live from downtown Mawa, New Jersey, from the shitty kitchen studios, here with my broadcast buddy, your friend and mine, Chris Gucci, who's coming from downtown Matawan. Christopher Gucci, how are we doing today? I'm doing well. I feel like DiMaggio. I'm streaking. You know, I, I had a little snafu in the early start today, so I do take the onus on that when we were well, – it is we 4 o'clock, not 1 o'clock. We were supposed <clears> to go <throat> live at 1 o'clock, and he thought I meant uh, L.A. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out Chop Sports I'm a, I'm, had a, a It's gig. a big production thing. I'm used to L.A. time because, I'm you know, I'm this big production guy now. Yes, and the last thing he thought of was, oh, wait, that's right. I co-host no, no, no. the Jimmy Palumbo show. That, that's That's – 100% not how this went down. Uh-huh. There was a pencil in for early in the week, correct? Uh-huh. Hear me out. And then uh-huh. Dave Dave got the pencil in and he put uh-huh. it to ink Tuesday at 1 o'clock. And I said, Dave, that's Jimmy's time. And he said, oh, you, So the only thing I'm hearing is you're throwing Dave under the bus. No, no, so no. I'm blaming Dave. No, no, no. This isn't, this isn't, this is something that we couldn't turn down anyway. So it has nothing I to am, do with Dave. I realize now I am the Aaron Hicks of Chop Sports Media. <laughs> The guy was, although big two run ding dong last night, well, but you know, in the equivalent of where we're at, um, Chop Studios, where we're at, this was our um, gotta do it, you know. It's like, I hear you. Listen, I it. had no problem with it, I made the adjustment. Doesn't really matter when we go live. <laughs> here we are, here we are, here we are, we are live, and now, of course, show number 112. And Chris, I have a guy now. Listen, those of you who don't know my show, uh, I know that this is really the fat bastard sweepstakes. As you well know, I have a huge race coming up on Saturday in Ramsey, the 5K. We're going to get to that. But I always lead off my show. I have a stack of baseball cards, Christopher. And I take the card off the top. And I say, let's just discuss this guy. Like a little mini 60 minutes on this guy. But we don't take 60 minutes. We take maybe a minute. And, of course, right on top here, a 1995 card of your friend and mine. Mr. Steve Sachs. Do you remember him, Chris? Of course I remember him. Okay. Gross. Now, Love Steve Sachs. He was like him and Alvaro Espinosa. First of all, I didn't realize. Uh, first of all, he played 14 years, 81 to 94. He was with the Dodgers, the Yanks, the White Sox, and Oakland the last year. He was definitely a Dodger for 13 years. But he got. Um, he was a free agent. He signed with the Yankees. Now, he's also known as the Steve Sachs syndrome. He got the yips. Um, he was like, I couldn't ground ball to second. He couldn't throw to first base. It was, it got kind of resolved. It didn't happen too much with the Yankees. It happened occasionally though, but listen, his numbers, I mean, he made the all-star team twice. Um, he, he played 89 and 90 and 91 with the Yankees in 89. He batted 315. He batted, got 60, 651 at bats. I don't remember him. Like I thought maybe he was injured. He played three years with the Yankees and he played all the time. Um, he batted 260 in 1990, and then he batted 304 in 91. Again, like uh, like DJ LeMayhu, embarrassing. Like Steve Sachs is better than LeMayhu. And uh, this guy was just a solid player. He I'll agree two, that. He batted 276 in the playoffs. Um, he won two World Series ring. He was actually on the 81 Dodgers, like as a rookie. He didn't, get, he didn't play that much. And in 88. 440 stolen bases, which is, you know, in that era, that was okay. Um he was a free agent. He played three years, but he was traded. The Yankees uh, traded him. Uh, they traded him for Domingo Jean, Melito Perez, and Bob Wickman. Now, Melito Perez has come up on our show before. He was my I feel like Melito Perez is a guy that will come up again on this show now, at some point. Maybe his brother. Yes, 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 for sure. Another thing about him, I kind of say in a way, he, uh, he, he became a financial consultant, did this, that, and the other thing. And, uh, but I don't know if you know this, and I, I remember this when it happened. He, he now uh, he's, he's on. He's got a show on Sirius XM now uh, with M- MLB and stuff. But uh, about a year ago, one of those Osprey helicopters, you know, the ones that can fly, and it's a half plane, half helicopter mm-hmm. thing. Uh, there was a huge crash. Uh, matter of fact, it was like the final crash that um, kind of I, I believe that Osprey uh, helicopters now under uh, like they, it's banned now for a little bit. But his son, sadly, tragically, was killed uh, in that with five other Marines in uh, Fort Pendleton there. 
in California, which was very sick. I remember that went down. My cousin John works for Sikorsky, and I remember asking him questions about it. And I think the uh, you know the uh, Pentagon said, "Hey, we got to really look in and see if this thing is viable." But I, I was like, "Wow!" So I actually went on Instagram. I did a very un Jimmy Palumbo thing here at Shea. I went on Instagram and sent him a private message. I didn't hear back yet. I just said, hey, Steve, I do this goofy thing on the show where I take a baseball card. You were trying to get up. to come on? No, no. I just wanted to say, hey, I just wanted to let you know it's fun to do. And I just want to let you know, very, very sad to hear about your son. I didn't hear back yet from him. So that's my guy, Steve Sachs. Uh, now, I will tell you, I did send my $5 to Larry Gura. Did you really? Week. I did. I sent it in the mail. I, I, I'll be so pissed if he doesn't get back to me. I went online. It looks like his wife and him still own that farm. And it's a P.O. box in there. So I want my Larry Gura card signed and back to me. I will report back when it comes back. Um, hasn't been enough time yet. So my guy, Steve Sachs, very good player. Um, but I, I think the Yankees, I don't remember being upset when he got traded. Um I think it was a downtime for the Yankees, and we knew that there was just yeah, that, I mean, stu- that was a stump Merrill in stump Merrill. Yeah, there was there, a, right? there was a bunch yeah. of shit happening with the Yankees. I feel like Billy Martin didn't Billy Martin die like that year? Something like that. Yeah, that I just don't. I, but I didn't realize how, he, he was actually was good lot. for the Yankees. I didn't realize how many hits. I mean, the guy has he, his lifetime batting average is two eighty one. He's got almost two thousand hits, nineteen fifty, and his OPS, which means nothing. I got um, I got a nice ninety two. Uh, Who's your guy? Bat bastard. For you, I know Steve Sachs was the opposite of a fat bastard. He was like a fast second baseman. Very uncharacteristic of a Jimmy Palumbo choice, even though it was just a top card. I get it. Um, but you remember a guy, and the reason why I've had, you know, I, I, we rip open mystery memorabilia. We pulled a Bob Horner jersey, and I never heard of him up to that point. And then I Googled him, and I was like, wow, this guy is the perfect guy for Jimmy Palumbo's show. Because when I saw a picture of him, I was like, he's 320. All he did was come to the league to hit home runs. He had a record-setting college career. He's one of a few players in Major League Baseball, at least in modern times that I could think of, that skipped the minor leagues altogether. He went from college right to the majors, didn't play in the minors whatsoever, zero minor league baseball, and he was a power-hitting third baseman slash first baseman, split time with Dale Murphy a little bit, but one-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year when he joined. So skip the minors right from college, and you win Rookie of the Year. You know, he only played ten years, but what was his I, uh, what was his lifetime bat batting average? Two seventy seven lifetime with two hundred eighteen home runs in right. ten seasons, really nine because you know so he, he had a, he was he good for like 20, and, 25 homers a year. That kind of guy. Yeah, he was just a, a fat slob. And he was that a fat bombs. slob. Yeah, fat slob that hit bombs. He probably drank Miller High Life or something. Yeah, that's right. That so it would have been a player. I know you're keeping in track with this fat bastard theme, which I guess I created myself. You did. Um, you did. So it's in honor of his 5K, which I'm sure we'll get to later. And, but I'm trying and, to find other stuff and, on him. What is he um, doing now? Do you know? I, I would think he'd be in the broadcasting booth for some like Arizona team or something like that. It doesn't say shit. Yeah, about him since well. he retired. I, I've been Listen, I've been having trouble finding stuff on these crazy guys that we get. It's saying that he right. weighed 195 in his playing career. And I'm looking at a picture of him, and I'm saying, is this the Jimmy Palumbo scale? Because there is no oh, just shot. Unbelievable. You know what? So now you're, you're just – basically you're calling me this is the Bob Horner show. Is that what you're saying? I think he's playing pickleball at Ram- somewhere up in Ramsey right now. See right now? See right now? This is how – again, show number 112, Christopher Gucci, Jimmy Palumbo here on the Jimmy Palumbo show. And, uh, and Chris Gucci, three hours late, coming in with barbs here at Shea from the Omni in Atlanta. And that'll be Bob it. Horner. So it'll be Bob Horner and Steve Sachs. Actually, might be, I could be wrong on this, probably the two best players combined we've had on this segment, right? That might be. Both, that might be. Both yeah. guys didn't stink at all. No, you know, definitely so, not. Uh, but, you know, that's how it goes. So, um, all right. So that's it now. Of course, this entire show is brought to you by Absolute Eyewear. Getting involved, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326. Eyes. Well, not bad there. 326-3937. That's right. 732-326-3937. Craig and Janine Michaud, they're, uh, they're, uh, they got opticians. They got everything there, all kinds of glasses. They're good people right in Warbridge, down by the train station. And I know they're good. When you leave there, you don't feel like a jerk-off. Now, you know how I know this? 
because your partner in crime at Chop Sports, Mr. Dave Sturgeo, I do believe, journeyed into he did. absolute eyewear he did. with his Old children. Family. And Johnine Michaud was getting involved with his kids, babysitting him, giving him trinkets and all that. And somehow they bought glasses. I hope they got a good discount, which I know they did. Yeah. So now and- everyone in my family, well, not everyone, but several of my family members have gone into absolute eyewear. Dave's entire family went into absolute eyewear. I'm sure a couple of my friends have gone into absolute eyewear. A couple of friends won sunglasses from absolute eyewear when they predicted judges home run total. And okay. I'm the only person that still has not gone in. Unfortunately. Well, and, I mean, and you, and I'm, you have the worst eyesight out of all of them. Yeah. So go in and check it out. They got all kinds of glasses. They have Ray-Ban coach, Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturgeo's Jimmy Chu, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley plays basketball there. Um, go check it out. $100 off a complete pair. Mention the show. Johnny will take care of you. Open five days a week. Close Wednesdays. Why? That would be softball. All right. Close Sundays. Why? Football Sunday. Ah, football giants are on the air and they are not open. All right. Uh, big shout out to Amy and Kyle and who else is coming on the thing? Here? Stephen Bash and Robert Bohannon getting involved here from the Omni. All right. So, well, we are in another slump, Christopher, the Patreon slump. Uh, we are just, you know what it is? Giancarlo Stanton got hurt, right? He's number 27. And we just haven't, we haven't. Uh, is Rizzo stopped. hurt at this point too? Is Rizzo still playing? I mean, like the Yankees uh, have been. Yeah, well, we're going to get to the Yankees in a second, but we're just mired in a slump. I don't know why, especially with the news of me running in this championship 5K this Saturday, that my Patreon should be going through the roof right now, but it's not. Go to Patreon, P A T R E O N.com. Google the Jimmy Palumbo show, and then you got to just click and you'll see it all there. Um, and they are Alex Tetsetta, my sister, Mary Eileen McCarty, Big George DeMosi. Eileen Palumbo, my mom, Joey Palumbo, my cousin, Robert Pester, Kaposig, back in the 80s, getting involved. James Kanowitz, website guy, when you're in the jam, called James Kanowitz, even though he doesn't call me back. I have uh, Jimmy Riccardi, my nephew. He's a big Nick fan. He's sad right now. My nephew, John Henry Riccardi, who was in Milan, Italy, for about a month and a half, is back on Jersey soil, surprising my mother, which is good. Good to have you back, John Henry. My nephew, Eric Palumbo, out of Austin, Texas. Michael Caprio, who's renewing Cornhole. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, my brother, Frank, who's a huge MICFO. We also have Daryl Clark, LSU, who's might up his, um, his Patreon if I do well in the race on Saturday. Uh, Greg Casalino from Colonia. Mike Shecky Lawler, big Dolphin fan. Dave Ben, 16 years of school. Pat Volkmer, um, getting involved. Uh, he's still my favorite poster on your website. He makes me laugh every day. Martin Waltzak, big giant fan. Michael Deej, Alphonse, Janine Michaud, Robin Achani, John Henry Palumbo, my cousin, Greg Alpern, my partner in crime with Beer League, the series, my nephew, Bobby Palumbo, my nephew, Tommy Palumbo, which I'm going to get to in a second. I'm going to give him a big shout out. You'll know why later. And the only, instead of the unknown comic, we have the unknown Patreon who is Tyson Hogan. If you're listening out there, I love you because I don't know who you are. You're just a fan. We love that. And, of course, coming in, in the Giancarlo Stanton, who the Yankees have not been the same since, Louis Vichadomini Weege from the class of 83 at Colonia High. Uh, yes, the Yankees have not been the same since Giancarlo. It's not in the lineup. Yeah, um, I mean, Judge also got hurt in that time, too. Yeah, that's true too. I got to factor that. He's <laughs> You got to be. You got to put a damper on things. But I, know I mean, it's, it's true. The judge was the best player in baseball last year, I, and it was, I, he wasn't hitting well anyway. Besides Giancarlo, I agree with you. Judge is the best player in baseball. A little sip of the coffee here at Shea. A little late afternoon coffee. Um, all right. Now Sunday, I did a show. Big shout out to Barbara Harrell and Tony Menudo. Tony Menudo is in the beer league series. They did a really cool show at a place in Huntington, Long Island called Every Family's Got One. And it was in this real funky place. You would have dug it. It's like a half antique shop, half bar, weird couches, weird shit hanging on the wall. It's a cool place. And they do, they have bands there sometimes. They also have like poetry shows and reading shows and reading. They have a bunch of, it's eclectic stuff. You, you would be like, okay, this is cool when you walk in. But they did it. They have a show called Every Family's Got One. And about six people go up. 
and they you kind of read a story about your family. And I, of course, read one about my dad, which is um, uh, jury duty. Uh, I could be brief about my dad's story. Basically, what happened was uh, my dad got called to jury duty. Maybe I told the story on the air. I don't know. So my dad gets called. This might have been super early. You have such. uh, Yeah, I'm sure you have a robust amount of fans. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Well, my dad got called to jury duty and he comes back at the end of the day. And he's all aggravated because he's like, he's talking to my mother. He's like, I had nothing to read. I'm always screaming. You know, my mother's like, why did you bring newspapers or your, all your baseball books? My dad had these big baseball books, which you saw in his Lou Gehrig room in his office in Colonia, New Jersey, North Grand Avenue. And, uh, I was down that street. There you go. So, uh, they changed the color of the house, but that's okay. They're cool people that moved in. So, my mother's like, what are you crazy? Why did you bring stuff? And he goes, well, I got to go back tomorrow and I'll bring my baseball books. My dad leaves in the morning, whatever. We don't think anything of it. He comes back the next day and he's angry as hell. He's more fired up. Okay. And I went, like, dad, what's wrong? He goes, ah, I'm never going back there again. Those Stanos people, there was, there, was a, there was a guy there that, with, with the badge on. He was yelling at me, saying he's going to take away my baseball books. And me and my mother are like, what do they care what you're reading? Nobody cares what you're reading. He's like, nah, they were moving me around. I had to carry all these books. And he had like six of them under his arm. And they were the kind of baseball books with all the pictures. And he would like cut pictures out of the book and hang them on the wall. I still got some hanging in my place here now. And so he, he, they were yelling at me. And we had to go from room to room. And then the guy says, I can be arrested for this. I'm thinking, yeah, you're arrested for reading books? He goes, and then the judge started yelling at me. He wanted to know what was going on over there. And I go, I said, that the judge? What are you talking about? You don't meet with the judge. You meet with him. Turns out my dad was actually on a jury. Okay. He was, he was reading on, like he in was the on a jury the and he's reading a book about Mickey Mantle uh, from <laughs> the 50s and like literally chuckling out loud when he was told that Mickey Mantle had like 2,700 hits in like six years, whatever that was. And they were kept like, and people were like, so turns out though, the case was manslaughter. I said, dad, you were on a manslaughter case trying to read your about Lou Gehrig? And he's like, yeah. And he, he goes, ah, and some guy came in, hit the guy in the head with a hammer, blood all over the place. You know, he's going, and, and he actually knew the case. He was like, yeah. But his whole thing was, you don't hit a guy in the head with the hammer. You're totally wrong for doing that. You can, you can hit a guy in the hammer, so you're wrong. Like, as soon as he heard that, it's like, well, I don't need to hear anything I, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, so he went good. back, he went back to his Babe Ruth. For, for guilty. Right. That's and hilarious, bro. So then he ended up, uh, uh, finally, he, you know, he, he he was just completely, he was aggravated. Uh, of course, the guy ended up getting guilty of manslaughter. And my father was like, ah, I could have told you that from day one here. I didn't have, why do we have to sit around all day? You know, he was like, you don't hit a guy in the head with the hammer. He had totally no reason for it. That was in Woodbridge? Like right in the Woodbridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have another story. I think every week I would try to tell a story about my father. I think it's funny. But yes, my dad was on a jury. So next time you hear about someone going to trial and you think they're guilty, there could be someone there reading a book about Lou Gehrig and Jonah Magic. Anyway, so I told that story. It got laughs. It was a lot of fun. But some of the other stories. If that was right now, they would probably be able to, like, get that case dismissed because of that. Oh, for sure. But my father knew everybody. My father was so adorable. It's just not something they would have. Uh, would have kicked him out for. Funny, but there were some funny stories. My buddy Tony talked about how he went to a. uh, um, they were in Rome on, on his like honeymoon and he went to a, a massage parlor with his wife in one of those spas and he never been to a massage parlor. And they, so they left, he thought there was a mask that was left this before the pandemic. And he thought it was a mess. Turns out that was the underwear you're supposed to put on. So my, he, he took off his robe and he had the mask over his face. And so he was buck naked underneath. So meanwhile, <laughs> Sitting there with the with the underwear on his eyes, and the guy so, went like, "Okay." And then so he walked out, and his wife said, I, "Did you get a kick out of that underwear they made you wear?" He's like, "What do you mean? I I put it on my face," and she almost collapsed on the bro. street in Rome, laughing his ass, laughing her ass off. And to this day, the, and the real the punchline was whenever the word mask came up. They would laugh. They would smile and wink at each other. He goes, and then the pandemic hit, and the word mask was used thirty times a day, and they still giggle at it. He put the the underwear. He put it over his head with his balls hanging out. So, so Jimmy, I thought you were telling another story about your father here. No, 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 my buddy Tony. Like, wait, your father's no, no, no. my no, buddy I'm, Tony Menudo, the bartender. Here, this is not the Lou Gehrig room. Yeah, so funny. Uh, anyway, some good. of the stories, some of them were. Some of the stories were uh, comedy with a little tragedy in. 
uh, people losing family members, but making the kind of, it was very, very interesting. I'm glad I did it. I hope I may do it again. If they invite me, you know, I give another crazy story about my dad. Anyway. Um, what do we got? Uh, we have, uh, listen, I can talk about the Yankees. Um, okay. The Yankees are playing lousy. Everybody knows it. Uh, judge is hurt. Uh, Giancarlo's hurt. Everybody's batting 208. That's been the Yankees' problem. And everybody on the Rays is batting 240, uh, 345. But I'll tell you, they blew the game Sunday night up up 6 nothing with Cole on the mound. This is an unpopular opinion. I thought the Yankees... I thought the Yankees showed a little more spunk than everybody... They lost two out of three. But how often did the Yankees in the last 10 years up 6 nothing have lost? That, to me, is the anomaly. I thought the Yankees... Played, uh, uh, I'm not, I don't know if they can catch the Rays because they're like 10 games out now, 11 games out. I mean, but I think the Yankees showed a little, right? I think, I think the Yankees showed, I think the Rays are very good. Could we just stop for a second? I agree, yes, but I want to just say they could definitely catch anybody still. I don't know that they have the, you know, the parts because, but in terms of where they're at, time in terms of where they're at, there's so much time. The Red Sox last week were. Just as bad as we are, and, and now they're won. nine and nine and two in their last eleven, right. and all of a sudden they're eight games above five hundred. It just right. happens like that this point in the season. I thought the Yankees showed, but but they now don't get me wrong they they lost the series two out of three. But that last game to me was a weird, you know, overtime, you know, a ninth to tenth inning. Anyway, um, but yeah, the Yankees definitely need to up their game. Um, the Rangers, the Yankees throw directly at a batter two times in a row. Yeah, because it was of what weird. He did. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the type of stuff that you want to see. Instead of saying, you know what, Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna beat him on the field. It's like, no, the guy stood and showed us up. I don't mind that stuff, but I like right. that the Yankees responded to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think the Yankees. I think the Yankees have a very good clubhouse. They won't. The Yankees will not come apart in the clubhouse. They may come apart because everybody stinks. Um, so that being said, the Rangers very disappointing. Win the first two, get smoked. And the, I, I, listen, everybody knows I watch playoff hockey. I don't know anything about the sport. Neither do you. But even you, Chris, if you watched the second of it, you, you would know. My mother realized that the Devils were kicking the shit out of them. It was like they looked faster. They looked, but you know, they fired the coach. I, his record wasn't that bad. Like Jesus. But you know what? They got fired. God bless America. Um, the Knicks. The Knicks. Well, the series is over. Yeah, um, the Knicks. I don't know. That's Knicks cool. look well against Cleveland. The, uh, Miami's hot. Miami's better, uh, and they got Butler. We don't. Um, the only thing about yesterday's game was, again, I'm gonna, uh, I'm actually gonna be positive. I don't think they can win the series only because it's three games to one. But like, you didn't find it yesterday. Like, man, the Heat hit every shot. Knicks no. cut it to three. The, hit Knicks, the, shot. the Knicks had a be- the Knicks shot better from the field. The Knicks right. had a better shooting percentage. I'll tell you the problem with the Knicks is they're getting outworked. They're getting outworked. all the loose balls. But you know every- what, man? 80 games. 80 games. The Knicks were, I think, a top five team in the league, offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. And they were good in the Cleveland series. They won the Cleveland series because of it. So you to me, again, I use the word anomaly a lot because sometimes you're like, that's weird. So 85 games, you do this really well, and then this whole series not doing well. I think I think the Knicks coach gets fired after this season, no matter could, what. He could. He could. I think, I think no matter what. This um, is my prediction. I think the Knicks Randall are going to win. Game is hard the, to watch. The Knicks the are going to win game like, five. And game six in Miami with eight minutes to go, it will be a five-point game or less either way. And then let's see what happens. I refuse to believe the Heat. I think the series good. is over. I think they're going to beat them in the next game. I think Jimmy Butler was waving. He didn't get the playing game too. He was waving to the uh, garden like, oh, "I'll see uh, you in a we'll week." See. See and I, I don't. Uh, one thing I'll say: I don't think the Ni- listen. I, they're the eighth but, best team in the playoffs right now, out of the eight teams remaining, and they should. The one thing they should not be getting is at work. They should be. That's the one thing that they could bring to the table that can right. level the I, playing field. I, I don't know what happened. I also think. That's, that's it. But the Knicks, the Knicks were never a team that they were always a hustling team. I don't understand it. Well, uh, I, I think it's something. I don't think the Heat are as good as everybody thinks. And also, you know what I laugh at? The, the Lakers to me are going to win it. Uh, they they have they have LeBron, and he still gets his thirty five points. They have uh, Anthony Davis, who 
when he feels like it, is the second best player in the NBA. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they're up. I think the Lakers can win it again, which will make me sick. And you got to remember, Harden, like, I laugh. Everybody's like, oh, the playoffs. But, like, LeBron's still in it. Curry's still in it. Harden's still in it. Uh, the Sixers, the Celtics. So, like, this, this is all normal. All the good teams are still alive. And the only team that the only team left in the playoffs that really can't win the whole thing are the Knicks. Because the Heat, yeah. let's face it, the way the Heat look right now, they could be a bitch against no, somebody. No, the Heat but, will get demolished by the West. Like yeah, they, the, it, the West just, does look, the West does look dominant. Um, and honestly, the Heat, I feel like the Heat and the Knicks, it's like, you know, house money after this week, after yeah, this series, I, they're already kind of both on house money. But I, but even I could see the Heat winning it before the Knicks is my point, really. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what well, happens. Jimmy there. Butler is the reason for that, and the coach. I also think that Randall and Brunson are a little nicked up, and that's causing a whole thing. Which brings us to Christopher, Christopher, CornholeLevel.com is sponsoring the next segment. Go to CornholeLevel.com. Why? For nineteen ninety five, you get a pair of cornhole levelers, Chris. If you got a cornhole board in the yard, you hook these things onto the hole. You measure the board to and fro, gives you the perfect angle here at Shea. Uh, and they're only $19.95. You get 20% off. You mentioned JP show. Christopher, you're the kind of guy. You show up at a party with your hot little girlfriend, and you notice that your friend has a bad cornhole setup. What do you do? I mean, you leave, you leave your girlfriend for a minute because you, you can't leave her for more than a minute. She'll get stolen. I'm not trying to play with my friend's crooked cornhole, bro. You got to straighten that thing. You got to straighten. You run to the car. I know you keep these in your car. And you come back with these little cornhole levelers and you say, hey, buddy, listen, your cornhole sucks. Okay. You need a better cornhole setup here. And then you would go in. And of course, since you don't play cornhole, you're ranked like 375th in the world. By the end of the barbecue, you'd be like, I think, 28th um, in the world at the game. And uh, and you'll make sure you're playing on a proper. So go to cornholelevel.com. Check it out. You'll love these things. It's the perfect... Uh, to me, it's an asshole gift if you want to bust somebody's balls. Like, I'm going to give these away just to bust people's balls that play cornhole. But these things are really cool. They totally work. And now they're having they're going to have one soon enough. They're going to say Penn State on them, Rutgers, Giants, Lakers, Packers. He's getting all these deals lined up. I probably shouldn't have said that, but I think he's getting that lined up. And uh, he also re-upped his contract. God bless America. And so that's it. Which brings us to the thing that everybody's been waiting for. The 5K training. Now, I have been posting on Facebook my regiment of what's going on here, Jay. Now, Chris, I can't <laughs> believe, God bless you, the mind-boggling scenario. Nobody thinks, people think I won't even complete it. They think I'm going to, like, break down, fall apart. Uh, so yesterday, I will tell you, my 16,000... Look at you drinking that water. Oh, my God. Is that, 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 that's just, thirsty, why? Bro. You thirsty? thirsty bro. You look like a jackass. Allergy season. <clears throat> so you need to drink a gallon of water? Why don't you get like a regular water bottle, like real men? You're drinking out of a milk carton full of explain water. That. Explain yourself now with like real men. Like, yeah, this you is drink, you, no way, men don't drink out of a, a big water bucket like that. So what do you drink out of? you use a straw? No, you just grab a bottle of water. You drink it. You got a big milk carton. You look like a bad boy. all day. I know, but then Bro, your spit got, goes in. You know who told me to do this? My uh, doctor. Listen. He so said, put water in a whole thing. He, said, he said, carry a gallon with you because I have kidney stone issues. So he said, look, enough is enough. So now, carry a gallon okay. of water. So no, he, I'm blaming my health. All, Screw you, see, you, Jimmy. That, you know I'm right. And all you do is you play, you, bro. The, you play the health card. That's so stupid. All right. Well, listen, you drink like that. Uh, I was thirsty, bro. Listen, uh, yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know your girlfriend's not watching the show because she would like she would just text you, "Don't call me." Um. Anyway, shout yeah. out to David Levin. Um. Yeah. So listen, this five K. So I listen. What I did yesterday was stupid. I played pickleball for two hours, and something really shitty's happening in pickleball with me right now. I'm lose. I'm like the Knicks. I'm losing to teams that I should not be losing. I, I'm like, and people are looking at me like no one's saying like, "Wow, what's going on with Jimmy?" It's more like. Oh yeah, Jimmy sucks. I'm like, no, no, I'm better than you. But you know what? I'm not delivering it on the court. 
I'm playing horrific. I don't know if my paddle, they say your paddle goes dead. Now I got to buy a new paddle. It cost me $200. Uh, I got to get behind a range, blow another $80 shirt. What movie? And uh, anyway, I got done. I was sweating like a pig. And I picked up my daughter, took her over to CCD classes. And I had an hour and a half. It was very near where the starting line for the 5K is. I said, you know what? Let, let, let me do the first mile, right? But I was already beat. So what did I do? I mid, As soon as I started running, I was like, oh, my legs are burning already. I was like, this was dumb. I should have waited till tomorrow to do it. But then I started, you know, I started doing a little hay honey, started getting the ball rolling. And I was going to do a mile. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to stop. And I kept going. And I did the second mile. And then I started to slow down a little bit. I, You know, like I, like I said in the post, I look like Marlon Brando and on the waterfront. And then I, I said, you know what, Jimmy? Don't stop. Finish the damn thing. But like a jackass, I had my uh, Apple Watch on. And it, it was like not working right. So the minutes to me didn't add up because it said I actually ran. Uh, the, the, I had to reset all the time. And it, the whole thing was off, which pissed me off because I wanted to see if I'm in a puncher's chance. I'm guessing I was nowhere near 31 minutes. But again, it's only Monday. He's uh, saying no, he's bad. saying that the pickleball game that he got his ass whooped in is the reason for well, I took a little juice the bad time. The only thing I, d- I do know is this: when I came around the last turn, the dead man's turn there, the last say three hundred yards, I I said, okay, Jimmy, see if you can put the burners on right now in case I'm close and I got to run hard to the line. There was just no gas, no gas left. But I did finish. I finished strong. Uh, but it was still, uh, I woke up this morning, I, I, every part of my body hurt, but I think it's a good thing. I'm probably going to play some pickleball uh, tonight and tomorrow uh, after I, uh, uh, I got to go. All the training it. after tomorrow, all the training will be done. Nothing you could do after tomorrow will help you. It will only hurt you. That's advice that I got from somebody that. Well, not for running, but just in general. Yeah, like I can't. Sir, I might, funny. I might be able to move, walk through. You might I might be able through. to walk. I may walk it on Thursday, but I yeah, definitely can't. It. Friday, walk I'm not going to do anything. I'll just drink. It's I'll all be, psychological. I'm, be on, now I'm working. You're not going to get in any better shape. No. That's going to help listen. you from now till then. Okay. First of all, it's going to hurt you. Okay. Listen to me, everybody. I'm talking about in shape wise, like no, for, well, for well, this priming yourself for a specific event on a day. If you work out on Thursday and you have to run on Saturday, you're going to be up Shit's Creek. No, no questions asked. I, I'll, I'll be sore. First of all, let's let's make. If I had another six weeks, I think I could do it under thirty minutes. Well, first but of I, all, that was how this whole thing started. You gave yourself a minute. I gave it. I added an extra minute. Well, I, I knew that minute out of thin I air. I decided that I think I could finish the race. Okay, under what I did last time, fifteen years ago, because I don't think I was in shape back in the day. Um, so, uh, the training is going, of course, part of my training regiment consists of going to Sparrow's, um, sub shop. And, uh, by the way, this sub shop is really good. The food is really good. They have one in Montclair, now one in Ramsey. As soon as I walk in with my daughter and I love when this happens, only a dad, only dads can understand this. Only actor dads can get this. I start giving the guy my order and he's like, he looks at me, he's like, uh, you were in beer league. And I was like, yeah, my daughter, big smile on her face. She's like, oh, my God, the owner of the place, he loves it. I'm the manager. We love the movie. I said, no, I'll bring you some stuff. I went back there, and I, I brought him some uh, some stuff that, you know, pictures of uh, me and Artie and stuff that he can hang on the wall. But he was like, dude, he gave me, like, the soda for free. But I was like, Jimmy, don't judge this place because the guy who went to beer league. But then I got this broccoli rob and, uh, and like, pork sandwich with this uh, – all kinds of, oh my God, it was delicious. I went back the next day, had another Italian sub. It's now my fi- favorite sub shop. Are they giving you free food? No, I paid for it. I paid for oh, it. I was going to say. He gave me like, he gave me a discount on the drinks. Look, when that, that happens to me, I'll stop going places because I feel uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm hungry. I like the food, but I don't want to just show up every No, day. no, I paid. I, he, he you gave know what me I'm a, saying? Like, I was like, no, the first dude, time he gave me a. When I was there, he gave me a half a sandwich. He, he discounted me the first time. Said, Don't be asking me for a free free no, studio no, no. session because you're giving me a meatball, bro. Yes, you would give you you would give it away for a sandwich, bro. Dave would please. If if the Jersey Pizza Boys over there, Wurman said we need free studio time, Dave would be like, "Here's the keys. Use it whenever you want. Give me free pizza." Um, the uh, it's not a bad no, deal, so honestly. It would be a great deal. Could eat for free. Take the whole family there, but um. Yeah, so I, 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 I've been, 
eating better. Uh, I didn't eat that bad the rest of the day. I continue to lose weight. Um, but I, I overdid it with the pickleball and the running. So today I think I'm going to be playing pickleball uh, about a half hour after we wrap up the show here. Um, but I, it's amazing how nobody, I mean, I getting text messages from friends go like, dude, you're going to die. You're going to have a heart attack. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, I was even the, the set I was on, which I can't mention, uh, even some of the cast members there, I was kidding around about it. They were mocking me. There was a star. I was mocking me out. I was like, what is this? Uh, the only person that believes in me is my friend, uh, Donna. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I got a bet going with, with, with Donna or somebody Donna, that was well, in the comments. Well, first of all, my I have a buddy of mine who will take bets on this, but there's got to be like odds. You get Jimmy I said plus I'll give three. The only way is that it's got to be you get Jimmy. Like, do you bet Jimmy plus threes? So that's thirty four minutes. Getting eight, getting nine. No, it's just says yes or no, and let's let's handicap this because it's you're you're a clear underdog here, and it's not. I'm talking about if we were capping this in Vegas, if this was a heavyweight fight, you would be like. Plus fifteen hundred, maybe plus two thousand. <laughs> but listen, risk a hundred to win two K. It just takes one, 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 one uppercut. You've probably had more glasses of wine this week than you've ran. K. Oh, for sure. Listen, you got to relax. Right? At the end of the day, Harry O'Reilly right? checking in. Harry, I don't know. I'm not supposed to mention it. I you can't mention what it is. You guys don't know that when Jimmy says I had my coffee, he really means that he ran five miles. That's what that. I have my morning coffee. Listen, I have been, been I've been walking and running nights. and playing pickleball, uh, eating not so bad. Let, let, last night I had a nice. Last night wasn't bad at all, uh, although I had a sandwich earlier in the day. But I had a nice salad, nice salad with some tomatoes. I would imagine that, that Saturday did you in. Look at this, and now I got, you know, I, I'm, listen, I uh, nonstop signatures. I'm going to get a shout out in a minute. I got you. I got some things to discuss later. But listen, the 5K is on. But I did find out one thing, and I wanted to run this by you because you, even though you're an asshole, Christopher, but you're my asshole, okay? And I don't know how you feel about this. There is another 5K the following Sunday. I'm still going to run the one on the 13th. But what, what do you think, what time would I have to be come in on where you say, all right, Jimmy, if you were on my side, which you're not, you're not on Team Jimmy, would you say, if he does it on May twentieth, I wonder. Let's see that what he can do. What what would what would have to be my time? Like, do I think you could improve on? Like, you would have to run it in thirty two minutes for me to say you could shave a minute off in that short amount of time, because it's not you know so like I, this. This is layered training. Like, you have to build up. If you were to look at how to properly train for this, I'm not doing anything. right. You're doing nothing properly. And like in terms of staging and leveling up, it takes to be like, okay, run three miles for a couple of weeks and then move up when you're comfortable there and you got your pace. There's coaching. There's how how are you gonna breathe? Like, how is your breathing when you're running? Are you Googling stuff? Are you, you know, do yourself now, those see, favors? Now, now gain a little bit of intermediate knowledge on it, and you will gain, you'll probably improve your time yeah, more with with watching a YouTube video now than you would with I Listen, with actually training. But now I got Dave Sturcho saying you'll be slower the second time, <laughs> which, is, which could be. Uh, I tell you one thing I'm struggling with, my pace. I don't know what a pace. So I even – I figured out a way to cheat, okay? Well, I'm shocker. asking – I'm asking – of course. I'm asking some people that might be running it if they can run alongside of me so I can keep pace with them. I'm still running the race. But I, I don't have no sense of pace. Now, I'm running this by myself, and it was at sunset. And I'm, I'm hoping that there's energy because there's going to be, by the way, it's a support Ramsey school. It's a cool little thing. Uh, there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of racers. I'm hoping that that, that energy and every, the excitement, I move at a little faster pace than I have been running when I'm by myself because I don't know anything about running. Can I say something? That doesn't typically play well in those situations. You think typically, I'm going to run slower with everybody? Well, not, not, not that. I think – you have to learn to control that too. That's a big thing when you're going to perform and you have to conserve your energy. But it's getting only overexcited. A, see, this like is not a mar we, see, I, that's marathon talk. This is a 5K. Jimmy, we're talking you. You're not a marathon that, runner. Again, you're not a 5K runner. thing comes out. And I'm not, I, this is just, bro, I'm talking as if I was going to do it. I would be like, I'm not fucking running, a, excuse my language. I'm not running a, a 5K in 30 minutes. I, I might be 31 able to 31 minutes. 
But I'm not. I'm but not but let, let me ask you this: raising If my I hand said to you, it. if I said to you, Chris, you have to run the 5K with me on Saturday, you would finish, though, right? Yeah, I yeah, would finish, how... but I might be finished. Yeah, but yeah, but you, you would still like people are acting like I'm gonna have to pull over and say I can't go now unless I get an injury. If you try to hit 31 minutes, you're gonna have to push yourself to a place that you haven't done in over a decade. Uh, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. And I'm not even being, it's like, this is just, I would say, I would say this about anybody. I would be like, you know, no way. It would be like somebody saying, if a lion walked in the room right now, could I beat it in a fight? That's how guaranteed that you're not running this in 31 minutes. To me. Everybody knows, everybody knows that I believe on Facebook, there should be a WGAF button. Who gives a fuck button? And I know my posts are just, I know Dave Sturgeo loves them. I'll give you credit um, doing it. And I'm, you know, it's, it's, admirable. I don't know. Listen, I and may, if I you're may, playing the, I the, could finish um, tragically. Slow. Moral victory game here. You're going to finish and I'll, I'll tip my hat and I'll say, Jimmy, congratulations. You did it. You're still a fat bastard. I was right. But, <laughs> you know, well, moving I don't on. know. See, I don't know what's funnier. Is it funnier if <laughs> I do it or is it funnier if I don't do it? I mean, I think it's to be expect. I think it'll be funnier if you get to gloat and like actually shut everyone up because there's a lot of people, you know, everyone else. It's like to be expected. I think, you know, what could we really say? Uh, you know, see that see it's that. like it's like how you watch the Rangers. I can't talk shit to you right now about it because <laughs> now you you're comparing care. you're comparing my my run to the, 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 the Rangers getting their ass kicked. No, I'm comparing is, it to your fan. I think it's more. That, so you're saying you don't we don't expect you to do it. So I'm going to run it. Care if the Rangers lost. So I'm so going to run like, it. I'm not going to talk shit to you about something I knew for a fact. So you're telling me I'm going to run it like Cowboy fans for the, since 1996 and Packer oh, you're gonna, fans yeah, after, you're after Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. This is going to be very much like the Rangers series where it's like Jimmy's kicking this mile's ass in the first mile, up two games to nothing, and then in the mile three or mile two, you're going to be like, whoa, uh, listen, this team is way too fast for Jimmy. You know what's going to happen to me? Up. Even after, my mother was watching, and she said that team was way too fast for Jimmy. He can't keep up. Listen, the last, six, the last 600 yards, I'm going to be like, oh, my God, it's the end of the season here. This is what it's like to be a Cowboy fan since 1996. And then I'm going to be like, oh, my God, this is what it's like to be a Packer fan for the next 40 years when everybody – oh, look at Dave. I knew Dave was getting the we death already, of Jimmy. We already <laughs> have a better quarterback than you. So if I do die afterwards, you guys are going to have – you're going to have a memorial <laughs> show – with clips of best of Jimmy Palumbo in, in memoriam. Am I going to be listed in the podcast? Uh, is there Emmys or uh, Grammys for podcasts? I'm going to show my, Oh best. yeah. There's definitely some awful show somewhere that yes. gives awards to podcasters. 100%. <laughs> I listen, if I, I don't know what I'm going to finish at, I'm going to give it a go. Uh, Dave, people are commenting, Dave Sturgeon, we're going to hang your Jersey in the ring. That's not you know what? How about get a picture of me at the steakhouse and where you guys are representing? Um, which would be funny too. Uh, I don't know. We we shall see. Anyway, which brings us now. I'm actually wearing the there's a, a chasingmiracles.com, the phototherapy patches. I have been wearing the patches, I'm wearing them right now. Now, if you go to chasingmiracles.com, you're gonna find out all about these phototherapy patches. They use light to stimulate the body's natural healing systems. They're effective, inexpensive way to reactivate your own stem cells using your own body. Instead of pills and surgeries, this technology is a non-invasive, non-transdermal approach. You got to go to ChasingMiracles.com, the X39 and X49 patches, which I'm wearing. I've been wearing them now for about a week. You know, fans at home say that could be the difference. Plus, I'm getting my uh, hydrating uh, packs. Uh, She's sending me some samples. Um, I'm trying to use all the, the herbal remedies all the new age stuff to put me over the line so I don't die. Uh, even my daughter was like, Dad, don't do it. You'll die. <laughs> I can call a fat bastard by my daughter. Um, but we shall see. So go to ChasingMiracles.com. Look into these phototherapy right, patches. They're a sponsor of the show. Go talk to Donna and Tommy. They're awesome. They're fans. And, um, and check out these things. They're really helpful and all that different stuff. Um, I need more time. I just need a little more time for these phototherapy packs to help. Uh, what do we got now? It's um, Mother's Day this week. Uh, look, I got Louis Vichadani. Stick like nine of those things on Saturday, bro. I first of all, uh, 
I, uh, my brother, my brother runs marathons. You're going to need some nourishment. He told me what to do in the morning. I will do the regimen. It starts at eight thirty. I'll probably get there at seven thirty. So I'll stretch a little bit, and I'm just going to let it go, let it rip, see how far I can go. Um, I might have to walk the last mile. <laughs> I don't know, but I will. Hopefully, I'll finish. Unless there's an injury, I'm not going. I'm not a fool. If I if I hear something snap, I'm going to stop. But uh, now it's Mother's Day coming up this week. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my mom. My sister, my sister-in-law, Natalie's mother, all the mothers out there. I love you, mom. Uh, my mother's very special to me. She's got to get some knee surgery uh, in the near future. We hope that goes well. She's a, she's a trooper. And also, I want to give a shout-out to uh, my cousin, Danielle and Jason Marugi. They're my cousins. They just gave She just gave birth to Samantha Joan Marugi, a little baby girl entering the family here. Congrats on that. Um, also, my nephew Tommy graduating this week from Virginia Tech. Uh, he's come a long way to kid. I'm happy for him. He's graduating. I think it's awesome. Um, now, he's, plus, he's a big Virginia Tech fan. And Rutgers plays Virginia Tech this year. That ought to be fun. Uh, it'll be great. He graduates. Probably for Virginia rest. Tech. Probably it's a good. See that? See that? You non college. Football. I know fan. what I know, and I know. Virginia I don't understand you. Probably how, be better. How can you be an NFL draft fan and not watch college football? Yeah, that makes you not not. You only know once they start playing in the NFL, bro. If I could sit down and watch football twenty four seven, I definitely would. I truly hey, would. You don't I have a team. You would root football. for like. What, what, what you about? I love, I've, I've rooted for Penn State pen. my whole life. My whole but why? Life. Yeah, what's why the connection? Not? I don't know. You want to know why? Because when I was a child, I picked them. And I stuck with him because that's why. That's that's quite literally why. I like terrible Blair reason. Thomas. Terrible reason. I like Blair Thomas. They were all white. I watched them play against Michigan. It was like pouring rain, and they were covered in mud. I was like, oh, that shit looks cool. Blair Thomas wore number thirty-two. He was the best player on the team. That was my number in Pop Warner. You're I from New Jersey. Him. You should root for Rutgers. Shut your mouth. Rutgers. I understand. Rutgers won a total of four games in my life. What no, no, that's rooting? wrong. Actually, it's eight. Eight. I've games, actually. Bro. Been a bona fide Rutgers and Knicks hater for my entire life in terms of football teams. I've never liked Rutgers. I remember going to see them play and they got beat so bad. Listen, I don't mind rooting for Pets. I like Rutgers wrestling. I follow Rutgers wrestling pretty heavy. And they have a lot of good recruits coming in, but you know, you don't know. Anyway, you're you're like the Lakers. You're you're like a team LeBron guy. No, I like the the Knicks. I'm a Heat fan. Oh, my God. Um, that's bro. Gross. I like the heat. You, the, you like, like you know, you know what you are. You, you, you're a, you're a contrarian. Oh, everyone. Why are you a Yankee fan? Makes no sense then. According because I'm theory, a Yankee fan. Why? Because my dad. Listen. You're a Yankee fan because my dad showed you that room. Admit it. Admit it. A little no, bit. No, I was already. Bit. I was definitely. I was watching Yankee <laughs> games. I was at plenty when I was a kid. I was going, bro. Chiquita Banana Watch Day. I remember. Gidry pitching and Dennis Rasmus, right? I could tell you the starting lineups of like these '80s teams that no way I should have known for the age I was at the time. Oh. Trust at least me. You have to have you have to have one team that wins a lot. Um, Besides, yeah, but I guess no. your Packers, but your Packer reign is over. You're um, um, you're mis you're misinterpreting the fact that like I have this these underlying reasons why I am or I'm not anything. I don't operate that way. I'm a Packers fan because. That's all I remembered. Yankees fans, same deal. Nobody put me on in college football. I picked Penn State on my own. And then I, basketball, I, basketball, it, I'm so true to it that I don't care. I like You the like player. LeBron James, but you don't I like, admit My favorite it. player of all time is Alonzo Mourning. I remember going to a Georgetown Big East tournament. Alonzo Mourning dominated. They, that's because they played the Knicks and they, when they were hot, you were young. And yeah, no, and I was the Hornets fan. And then that was my first NBA team. I liked Alonzo Mourning went into the Hornets. I was 10, all right? So when Alonzo Mourning went That's to the Heat, I said, just, what the f-? – I said, screw this. I'm not liking the Hornets no more. They suck. I like the Heat. You're one of those guys. You're part of the generation I don't roots care. for players. No, 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 Alonzo Mourning with the Hornets. Nobody roots for the Hornets. Well, you know what? I have a better Even idea. if you're from Charlotte, you don't you root for what, the Hornets. Do you know what it provided me, though, with the NBA? You didn't give a shit about the NBA for 20 years because your team sucked. You didn't get to enjoy the NBA. Same thing with everybody else that I know that's a Knicks fan now. They weren't watching the Knicks no. in the 20 years. But I was not. able to watch the NBA and enjoy no. the entire ride because I didn't have what, a shit. What ride? Bad basketball? Three-pointers? LeBron's career. Them up? 
I got you got people in your generation and people that are Knicks fans now that that have like an opinion on a LeBron James. They have never they watch five games in his twenty year career and they're like LeBron yeah. this. It's like bro, how many LeBron games have you? Here's watched? another thing. His Not son's you, going. But- his son's going to USC. Another wuss. Say, like, why don't you get out from under your dad's hat and go go to a school that's far away? So, oh, now he's going to get you. You know what they're going to say? There's courtside LeBron James. Take it out. Come on, bro. And by the way, he's not nearly as good. That kid's not. He's going to the oh, NBA. Okay. Now, he's now, not going here to the we NBA. go. Here we go. Here we go. How many times have you watched him play? LeBron, LeBron James, the kid. You yeah. know what? Online all the time because I follow Rutgers recruiting and the Big Ten recruiting. I've seen him. He's not the, He's not even ranked You're in the. Seen him. He was he's seen not him. as good as the uh, Harper's kid at Don Bosco. What does he mean he's not an NBA player? He's he's not going. To, the only Look, reason why he's going to the NBA because the owner's going to be like, oh, I'm not if he goes to the NBA, go I get to sign LeBron. I'm oh, aging. I will root. Listen to me very clearly. The Lakers were 17, when 18, LeBron, for 18 for, three, okay. for free throws yesterday. Listen to me. When LeBron goes to where his son, where the owner says, all right, I got to pay your kid. When LeBron goes to that team three years from now, you know he'll be much older. You know his game is not the—he's not the same as he was five years ago. Now, three years from now, it'll probably be you know less, but he'll probably have the little bald spot. He'll be an aging LeBron. I will root for LeBron when he's in that last years, like like Ewing with Orlando. I will start to root for LeBron because I'll get it. So the Knicks are out. Who do you want to win the NBA Finals? You don't care. I don't. I will not root for Golden State. I root against the Lakers. Probably, you know what? I can't root against Durant. They're still alive too. Maybe Denver. Who else is alive? I can't root for uh, Denver's. Can't Denver's, root for the Celtics. Can't Denver root for the should Heat. win based on the season they've had and the player that like, Jokic is uh, that. Good. I can't root for Philly. Um, no, probably Denver. I hate Durant. Probably Denver. I'll root for Denver. If I'm pulling for the Lakers. No question about it. What? How could you? That's the Lakers. Oh, I just would like to see LeBron. You know what? Shove it to everybody's I, face. Not even because I care, but just because it will bother people so much if LeBron won again. And that's what I really want. I want all people. Well, like, I will tell you, if you look the way they played the other day, LeBron is still nobody has an answer for him. But um, I, I don't. If I was I think LeBron James, I'd put my head down and I would go to the basket every single play. I also don't think uh, – I'm not so sure if the Warriors are out of that one, but we oh, that's shall see. Done, dude, they're not beating them three in a row. No way. They're too old, too. That's the problem. Yeah. They're too yeah. tired. They, they're, they, LeBron's attacking them on defense. Like, they can't – Steph can't run and do the things he was doing if you're making them play defense the way they were. All right. They were listen, I, I, listen we're, we're spending we, – uh, 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 I'm more annoyed at what who you root for than the actual who cares about LeBron James and Bronny. Jerk. I don't root for anybody. I'm uh, I want to give a it. shout out. Today is my the heavenly birthday for my Aunt Marie. Uh, my Aunt Marie and Uncle Henry, my dad's twin. My Aunt Marie passed, uh, man, it might be 10 years ago now. Today's her birthday. Miss you very much, Aunt Marie. She was very influential in my life. She was practically there uh, at every event. Uh, every My uncle and Aunt Marie were... You know, being that my dad was a twin, we they uh, Corona construction. They, I, she just was there uh, every second of the way. I, I I don't remember an event my aunt wasn't at. You know, um, big Penn State fan, so I'll give a shout out to Penn State. Uh, but she uh, today was her birthday, and we miss you very much, Aunt Marie. You just and ripped I me to shreds about liking Penn State. I know, but my family, half my family, went to Penn State, so you don't even know. Um, anyway, another thing is, I got a call. From a guy uh, who owns his company um, called uh, what the Nonstop Signatures, uh, this guy Mike Close uh, contacted me just out of nowhere, like, "Hey man, love your show, love Beer League. What's going on?" And turns out he does promotional items and he does this, that, and the other thing. And he's just he wants to hop on board, uh, so he's get getting me some of those like baseball cards for Johnny Trino and some seven oh six hats he's getting for oh, promo I would like items. To speak to him. About some um, things. I want to see his business. Well, he's listening. Um, hey, uh, Mike, you're listening. Get in touch with me. I'll pass on. Uh, I love that. If you can work with anybody. And I told him, listen, let's try to make some money somewhere with this beer league thing. Should be fun. 
Yeah, we got uh, that whatnot thing happening. I don't know. I see nonstop signatures. I've been looking at it in the chat for like 20 minutes thinking like, I wonder what that's about. Because yeah, So I'll, know, I'll put you guys in touch. That'll be cool. We're doing, I need mailers. I need a bunch of stuff, but man. Uh, stuff. I don't know what you he, know? I don't know exactly what he does, but uh, I just met him online. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that if we had a conversation, there's things that would line up. If I he's, so. if People that you don't know exactly what they do, they usually do a bunch of no, shit. No, and he called me up. You know what's funny about this? Listen, listen. He, this guy might could be a serial killer for all I know, but he contacted me. I gave him the number. We were chatting. You need to rent the like studio? A, what? No, nah, he's not. I don't. He's from. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just messing he's not, around. He's not anyway. from around here. I forget we where he's from. A, we, we Wisconsin, to, maybe. Where are you from, Mike? So just check, if you're still we listening asked, to the show. But anyway, it's a good contact over the inter interweb. I was asked um, if um, we have NDAs. For our studio, because it's like, well, if we come in there and we, you know, like you guys have our footage, there could be some stuff on there that we don't want out. And yeah, uh, he's, like, he's like, we can't record there unless you sign something. Yeah, that's like, right. Oh. You should have to do that. Yeah. That's why I can't really tell what I'm working on, even though it's aggravating Harry O'Reilly, which I did Rescue Me with. Some of my finest work on Rescue Me was done with Harry O'Reilly. And one day I could tell you, I think I did tell the story about me and him working on Rescue Me with this other guy. And I think I told you we were just telling old war stories with dating girls and stuff. It was just mostly like, I met this chick in a bar, took her home, had fun with her, blah, blah, blah. And the other guy was listening in and then he told his story and his story got like graphically uncomfortable in not a way guys want to talk. Like, and you know, when you don't know somebody and they're talking, we were talking like, I met this girl. She blew me off. I was so aggravated. I had to walk home, you know, those kind of stories, regular stuff, you know, guy talk, locker room talk really. And, uh, this guy's story got like <laughs> graphically like, like, I, you know, and I froze. I just was like, Oh, inside I'm going, why am I in this conversation? But I thought maybe it was just me. So he walked away and me and Harry were sitting there. And I go, Harry, was that? He goes, what was that? Like, I was like, I, if I was a producer, I would have fired the guy. Like, what? I just don't, he probably has since been fired if that's how he's acting. Oh now. my yeah. God. It was so funny. So Harry, big shout out uh, in the chat room here. We, it was a funny story being there. But of course, Pine Tar Bar and Grill down in Forkhead River, 609-489-4286. Go check out the Pine Tar Bar and Grill, the number one sports bar in New Jersey. Go check it out. They got every game. They got TVs, Yankee games on Amazon, Apple TV. He's got it all wired the right way, so you watch all the games. Um, he's a big Steeler fan. Go say hello to my buddy Tommy. Plus, if you're in a jam, you need some counseling therapy, Go talk to my friend Lisa Ruain, 201-725-1251. Certified therapist, hypnotherapy, all that kind of stuff in person and in Zoom here from the Omni. She'll come talk to you and uh, she'll make you make you feel better. Um, the Also, a big shout out to my boy, Eddie, Eddie Driscoll out in L.A. Good friend of mine, old friend of mine, actor guy, funny as hell. One of the funniest guys i ever met. He's got some real serious health issues. Real serious, and uh, just trying to find out what's going on. So, Eddie, thinking about you. Uh, love you. Prayers going your way, and I hope to see you uh, soon. And I hope uh, you find out what you got to do and what you got to do and all that stuff. So, big shout out to my buddy Eddie Driscoll, talented as hell. And also, I'm watching the show uh, Succession. Uh, it was getting boring. The show, man, did that show take a dive? I, I don't want to give any spoilers out. People might be behind, but then there was a there was a scene between Shiv and her husband that was so intense. You're like, whoa, like bad marriage conversation that like they were like barbs and people really digging in. It was rough. Uh, very hard. I give very well acted. It's like one of those scenes. I'm like, oh, Jimmy Plumbo cannot do that here. <laughs> very intense. Um, anybody watching the show will know what I'm talking about. Also, uh, the show Lucky Hank, Bob Odenkirk just con continues to hit threes. The show is so funny. He's so great in it. Those are the shows I'm watching right now. Um, I also, of course, got caught watching Spartacus. Uh, I'm totally one of those, like, whenever those, like, biblical, ep you know, Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur, Spartacus movies come on, I find myself, I can't, I can't, I can't look away. I just love them. Spartacus, the, the first season? Now, Spartacus, the, the movie, the original. Oh, the, the, the show other one, Spartacus. The, well, the show Spartacus is a bunch of... Yeah, it's just hanging dong the entire time. Uh, yeah, it's like, that was like soft porn. I mean, do we really... We knew we know gladiators had their way, 
but I don't need to see every second of it. And, you don't, and they're having a conversation about uh, fighting in the great arena in the background. There's like two guys, a guy and a girl. Like, like 11 dudes just standing in a row. With yeah, their, what's going on here with that show? And then they have that fake blood always hitting the camera and stuff. Um, and then the guy died. The Spartacus also, guy died. also the, all that aside, first season was very good. I enjoyed very it, Very good show. Uh, so anyway, uh, so that's it. Listen, we'll keep the show under an hour. I am running the uh, 5K here at Shea. Keep an eye on my Facebook post and Instagram post about my journey. I'm going to try to shoot some video on Saturday. I wish I could go live on Facebook. That would be funny as hell. You can. Uh, but I, I'm, I'll be gasping for I don't want to be spitting up blood. Um, again, I don't know what time I'm going to finish. The under 31, nobody thinks I can do it. Uh, but there's some. there's been some big upsets, Christopher. You're a sports fan. You know, listen, nobody thought Eli could beat uh, uh, Brady. He did it twice. Down goes Frazier. You know what I'm talking about? Such a different thing. Like, this is a physical impossibility. Unless you're able to, like... <laughs> now we're, we're, we've moved beyond fat fuck. Now you're just saying it's a physical impossibility. I think deep down in your heart of hearts, you know it. I know it. And... So, uh, wait a minute, though. What, what are you... Uh, 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 yes, that's right. The Yankees were up 3-0. Dave, Dave Levin chiming in over there. The Yankees were up 3-0, and they lost. So, I mean, there's upsets. But what do you know about 5K running in times? What are you basing this information on? Um, Besides me being a fat bastard. Like, I know I know people that run 5Ks And what the do they time. finish in? What are and their times? they're not – like, how about this? Like, a really, really, really – what's a really good time? Like, oh. like who's taking first in this 5K? What Dude, do you think the time is going to be? People finish they, – they finish in, like, 20 minutes. People fly. Yeah, so – so if if somebody's finishing in twenty minutes, I don't think you like basing it on that alone. Like so you're, you're not, saying, so you're saying if I have an eleven minute lead, I know. How about this, Jimmy? So I, I know, run for I eleven minutes, and they start, and we finish at the same time. I know what a ten minute mile pace is. I know that. I I know what a ten minute mile pace is. From how, right? from from what? Just from life. All right, from life. Because <laughs> know knowing yet. knowing this how you're like talking about never run a mile NHL with you right now. All right. I ran so many miles in my life. It's I couldn't even. <laughs> let's just let's just move past that. I know what a ten minute mile pace is just by looking at somebody running about a ten minute mile. You are not maintaining that for three miles. It's just not physically possible I, at this stage. Not happening. I'm not saying you couldn't work well, to that point in six months, but it would take. It wouldn't take six weeks. It would take we, six months. We are gonna see. Month. We're gonna let it rip, and I'll see how I finish. Everything else that you're talking about, the 0-4 the Yankees and things like that, there wasn't this like, oh, my God, I'm going to die if I don't score a run here. You know, like they – it was just like, oh, get a couple outs, you know, hit a base hit, see what so, happens. Uh, well, let me ask you yeah. this. Well, let's break you're, it down. Do you think – do you think the first mile I'm going to be way off the pace? No, I think you're going to be fairly good at 10 minutes. I think that's going to be – you're going to be about on pace. But that's going to be – you're going to be trying – very hard to keep that pace and it's going to be in your head and you're going to you're going to hit a point and you're going to be like i think through halfway i think halfway you're just going to be like it's not happening so i'm going to finish but i'm not trying for 31 minutes I, that, that may happen well i'm not gonna if i once i know if if i know i'm significantly off the pace like i think you're going to be around a 10 minute mile pace for the first half of it and then it's going to be 14 minutes and then 18 minutes yeah, like 14 minutes and then like 15 minutes and then like 25 minutes. <laughs> so the last, the last mile, like you're walking coming the in last, at 25 last minutes. Last mile is taking you 20 minutes. <laughs> he started out with a 10-minute mile, then he dropped to 14. But since then, it has been all the pavement as Jimmy Palumbo is losing here to the McAdam and Ramsey with a 25-minute mile so here think, in Shane. Just think of me, and I know you will, when you when you look down at your watch – and you're at the halfway point, and you're like, I'm gonna have a photo of you over my workout. It's gonna be like this. You're gonna be like, it's gonna be like I'm just, I, I like I have to do a little better in the second half of this than I did in the first. And you're gonna be done. Like it's gonna be your chest will be burning, your legs will be burning. You're gonna have to. I don't, you know, David Goggins. Are you David Goggins? Are you able to just power through? I don't know. We'll find out. I know. We'll know if, I know. I do know. On mile I do know if I'm going to do like, it, that I glass have of to... wine you had, that scotch, those things come out. Oh, that was, that's what helped. That's what gives you the. No, no, that's no. That's what no. gives you the giddy up. 
The big thing is I know I have to do in the first mile, I actually have to do better than a 10 minute mile to have any shot. Cause I know, you know, as you move on, we shall see the, the bottom line is how see, it's either going to be, I'm either going to do it or how shitty I do it. But either way, think, I'll be honest about I it. I think you should, I don't think you should start out to trying to get better Listen, than a 10 minute mile. What happens if on Saturday morning I get my really, Larry, what if I get my signed Larry Gura card Saturday morning? That could inspire me. Jimmy, I don't know if you can do better than a 10 minute mile at one mile. And it's not even, that's, that's a good, like 10 minute mile out of the gate. You're that's pretty good. I'll be all fired up though. And I can run That's out of games. Bad, though. That's an adrenaline dump. You're going to be like ready to go. And then all of a sudden you're going to get. But at least, listen, no, no, but at least on ESPN sports ticker, Jimmy coming in at 935 first mile. He's got I, vomit. You can say I have the, the lead. second mile, he's got vomit dripping well, it down. It doesn't matter because people change the channel and they start watching the Knicks. Now that listen. series will be long over by then. What are you talking? <laughs> Nick, the Knicks series. Ah, you heard it here. Knicks series <clears> is going seven. Oh yeah, and you're running 31 minute 5k. There's just nothing. Again, this is again. Knicks this will be another. Jimmy, how little of a chance do you think the Knicks have to win that series? Realistically, win the series. Well, they're up against it. I'm against. I'm up against it too. Right. But you know what? This will be another Olympic event. Who who will finish better if you ran a 5k? Me or you? Me. Oh, you you say that again, based on nothing. All right, kids. I gotta let Christopher go before you noise my soul. <laughs> Listen, everybody. Thanks for chiming in. Go to Patreon. Go to my sponsors. Check everything out. Chris, good to see you again, man. Uh, I will, uh, I'll be texting you on Saturday letting you know. I'll be looking forward to it. You got it. All right, man. I'll see you guys. Bye, brother. Okay. We'll see you, everybody. Bye.